So I spent a tremendous amount of time writing about, maybe I spent more time thinking about it than writing about it, I'm not sure. I don't really know what made it to the paper, but about thinking about where I don't want to be and what it takes to do that. So thinking about where I don't want to be is not so the old story thinking about where I don't want to be says you're in lack or it says something out there is better than your current position and so people oftentimes will think about where they don't want to be based on where they think they might want to be versus where they actually are and where they came from. And so as I broke it down, I was able to see how thinking where I don't want to be is definitely, there is definite, de that's a, it's a definite skill that you must learn but you have to learn it by identifying where you are and where you came from and so the human body or the human mind is created in such a way that it forgets the bad and remembers the good that's for survival and so we as humanity when we are positioned to remember the bad, we will fight, flight, or freeze from it. We don't even want anything, we don't want anything to do with it. We say, why do I gotta dig up the past? Makes me feel bad. And so a lot of people think that they can just say, I don't wanna be here. I want to be over there and try and create a new story which ends up just being an illusion and bringing them back to where they started because they weren't willing to create the new skill which is being with what you associate as bad in regards to where you came from. And so you can't change the past, you can only change the way in which you feel about it. Well, that takes time, that takes a willingness of going back and identifying where you came from over and over and over and over and over again until you can get a as accurate point to what has allowed you to get to where you currently are. And once you know that, where you are so you have to know all the stuff about where you came from to really truly know where you are so this is about locating yourself right and so can you locate yourself by identifying where you don't want to be you can yes but you have to be willing to go back so that you can have this accurate place of who you are and where you are so that now you can know where you want to be or where you don't want to be. 
you can't say, well, maybe I want to be over here. Maybe I want to be a doctor. Maybe I want to be an, uh, an attorney. Maybe I want to be a plumber. Maybe I want to be an electrician. Maybe I want to be this. Maybe I want to be that. The problem with that is there's no knowing. And so it's, it's imperative that we're locating our current position in life every day of every second of every moment of every hour of every day that we know who we are, where we are, and where we came from because it allows us to not repeat the old story. If we're not willing to take the time in those things, we are always going to repeat the old story because that is the way in which our brain was made. And it doesn't matter how much we want, try, wish, beg, pray, it doesn't matter. It's always going to lead back to the old story. And so I heard a lot of that when he was talking. And it's wild because I've never taken the time to write this stuff down. So, um, you know, I, I guess I know it because I've experienced it. But then taking that experience now to paper is a whole different ballgame. Because it's like it slows, it's like slow motion. It's slowing things down and forcing me to see things for what it is. So that I can then get beyond what I think I know. It's, it, I, I would say it's the repetition of the synaptic connection. Because it's just a thought real quick, it's a little flash, but the writing forces it to be the repeated thought of it. Right, and so I was thinking, you know, what, what makes me, my information, this place, everything that we do different from everything else that I'm currently aware of out there in regards to overcoming problems in life. And like, I'm like, it was really getting, like I'm juiced up right now, like if you put an electrometer on me or something, it'd be going off the charts because it's crazy to think that, you know, I was writing this stuff earlier and then hearing it and it's just like, I'm seeing it for the first time that, you know, there is a way, and I, I know it because I've experienced it, and I am learning to explain it, but I'm forcing myself to spend the time over and over and over and over again. Never done it, 12 years, working on 13 years, lucky number 13. I've never, I mean, I've, I've written some stuff. You write your testimony, you would do this, but like, this is a whole nother ball game. And I was thinking, you know, this is a, a real key tool, skill to master. And what you're doing is you're mastering the ability to see all of what is for what it is not what you want it to be. So, where I want to be or don't want to be, well, as long as it's created from a place of knowing, knowing 
who you are and where you are, then you have the potential to think about what you want to be or don't want to be. If you're not willing to spend the time, then you're always going to be starting from a position of the old story. If it's rooted in the old story, it's always going to be the old story. You cannot change. It's like you can't change your bloodline. And so that's what he was, you know, that's what he did. Is it's like, all right, here I am. Mm, jail has a way of doing that to you. You got a lot of time to spend with the undeniable. And there's not a lot of begging, wishing, hoping, and praying. I mean, there might be when you first get in, but then once you're in, it's like a totally different feeling. There's an acceptance to it. It's like, now, now you might not get out. Like, what if they lost your paperwork and you stayed there for the rest of your life? It's like your body goes through a completely different acceptance of who you are, where you are in that moment. And then I see this opportunity of saying, well, you know, what if? And then, what would I need to do? Who would I need to be? How would I need to act? which is awesome. But see, none of us, no, no one, nobody does it because it takes time and we perceive time as limited. So everyone wants the answer, the solution. No one wants to do the work. That's why Western religion is such a good deal because you, you, know, you can just say this magical prayer and you got your ticket to ride and everything's going to be better. You don't have to actually do anything. But if you look medicine, if you look at traditional treatment, if you look at mental health, if you look at any of those things, it's all rooted in the same thing. And so it's like, well, to me, what does it mean? Like, it take, would take a lot of time. Well, shit, this, this already takes a lot of time, doesn't it, Wickman? But then I'm thinking, really, what it, what it needs for someone to be able to come in and be successful at changing anything in their life, they would really need to remove a lot of what is currently taking their conscious time and spend a ridiculous amount of time meditating and writing, meditating and writing, meditating and writing, meditating and writing, meditating and writing for massive change to happen in any kind of consolidated time. So, anyway. I know that was like a whole rant, but I just was plugged in. Had to do it. It was blowing my mind. Makes me think of the, the video before he talked about the declarative memory, simply a memory you can declare, but it's also your personal truth about the memory. So being willing to put your memory up against the perspective, different perspective, changes the shape 
of that memory. Which would, you know, that willingness to do that would be, I, I would think, the work to get into the position to be able to say, who do I, how do I, who do I want to be, who do I not want to be, how do I act? Right. Versus having your memory locked in as it is, and I just want to be something different. Right. So you're still rooted in the, the, the lack. Mentality. Right. That's why I want to be sober. I want to be famous. I want to be this. I want to be that. All that stuff. It's You're not going to be anything different than who you are. It's like you were saying, most of the time we only want to declare the good memories. Well, it's the only thing that's Stuck, accessible yeah. because we've buried the, the what we deem perceived to be negative so far back and it's pushed back there because of anger and fear and that's why no one wants to go back to it because it makes me angry, it makes me fearful, it makes me but really, that is where the freedom lies. Because you cannot create a new future. You cannot surrender yourself to infinite possibilities unless you have accepted all of these things. And the key, the door, is all the way in the back. It's like you got to go back. Because then you're able to now move forward looking at things from a different perspective. If, if you're not, if you're not willing to go back, you're just dragging your cross. You're just dragging your pain everywhere you go. And no matter how, you, how much you deny it, you can't deny yourself. You cannot deny where you came from. And it gets so sick that we suppress them so far back that we completely forget that they're even there. Because we've been lying to ourselves for so long. And then we're, we have no clue. So then... Like, we could honestly be sitting at a table, and we could be like, you know, you, maybe you got hit by a car, but you denied it so much, and 30 years have passed, that you told yourself that you were never hit by a car, and then one day, when the doctors are like, no, dude, look, here's the proof, here's the, your broken bones, here's this here's that and you're like sitting there complete denial and that's what people do is like they deny any kind of sexual abuse because it's so traumatic they deny so so many different things and the farther they get away from it the more opportunity they have to actually believe that it never happened or isn't affecting their current reality and they're never going to get better. And so then it just gets passed down from generation to generation. I mean, it's like, how many times did you tell yourself that you were all right? We had this discussion last night. I'll be all right. I'm all right. And then we just put ourselves in position did not be all right. So I was thinking too, like suppressing it or even trying to rewrite it as it's not as bad or not seeing it for what it what it is to rewrite it so it's 
almost good, so it allows you to pass pass it on, have it be worse. Because it doesn't have the you don't have the full knowing the experience that it was painful. You told yourself, well, it wasn't that bad. So many times that it just you're more susceptible to forgetting where you came from. I'll be all right. And the freedom is like you know when there's like DUIs and and drunk driver kills the family or you know different things, uh, rapes and stuff like that. It's always the point of confrontation of the pain that allows the person to be free from it. And so that's why they bring in, you know, the mothers and different people when you're in jail or whatever, DUI school and all that stuff, or you've heard of, you know, people that have forgiven the, the rapist or their this, the, you know, the, all these different things is because they were willing to confront the pain face head on. And that's where the freedom is. And so we're trying to be free by creating something new, but until we confront what is, accept what is, we will never be able to be anything else other than the same thing. Yeah, he, he said um, that we constantly use what is known in our lives to, to understand the unknown. And kind of like going back to, you know, last night, which was interesting with your conversation, as you, you said, you know, knowing is a perceived, you know, a perceived reality or perceived thought or perceived something, you know, and you talk about how we constantly forget what is the bad or a, a negative experience, a difficult time, because that's our way of survival. So if we base off what we think we know or what we know off the perceived perspective then that leaves you with a really distorted thought of what your reality really is and what your thought really is because we generally grow to you know using the known something we've already experienced to understand what we haven't experienced yet so doing that you're screwing yourself you know completely you know, and I just wrote next to it, it's like the old story, like I heard him say that, and I was like, that's, that's exactly what he was talking about, you know what I mean? But the way he was relating it was just using something known to give an example to create something, but I heard, you know what I mean, I heard both in that same sentence. I was like, huh, that's, you know, that's it. And then I heard you guys talking, and I was just connecting the dots, and I was like, dude, we, can't, we can forget things on purpose, and then we try to use what's known to understand what is unknown. Like yeah, it's not even on, pur on purpose. It's the way like in which we were created. Like Our mind was created to survive. That is the animal in us. I just think it's funny that, you know, like that's like how we operate as humans. And being aware of those things can create such a different life and a different reality. 